0: Hey, you're drinking house coffee. Unfiltered conversations brewed out the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service.
1: We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends, sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The
0: door's always open. Let us pour you a cup. Hey, Maggie. Welcome
1: to house coffee.
0: Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Today... On House Coffee Podcasts.
1: <laughs> we have a guest in the studio. We
0: do? Yep. Hey, TJ. Hey, Hi. TJ. <laughs> you won't be able to hear him very well because we didn't have a mic that we could hook him up with, but uh, TJ is in the studio with us helping <gasps> us mix and McMaster. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, his, his last name is McMaster. All right. All right. You. That. Oh, what? Did I give it away no, too soon?
0: I was just about to say it. Oh. <laughs> I'm proud of it. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Like, how perfect of a last name for someone who's studying audio. So
0: true. Yeah. And he's doing a great job for us. Uh, we appreciate yeah. you, TJ. TJ, um, you're the
1: best. Thank you.
0: In the future, we're going to have him on the show with us because uh, he's sort of building a business, too. He's um, an audio engineer. He's a musician. He is a storied employee in the summers, and, and you know he came to us uh, a couple years back, and just kind of in and out whenever he's in town. So I'm also a producer, manager. Producer, manager.
1: And he's in a band.
0: Yeah. And he's in a band. Well, I was covering all this stuff. Yeah. He does a lot, all right? Yeah. So um probably he's just home on a little spring break right now from college, uh but in the future, maybe this summer, early summer, we'll have him on as soon as we can and uh we'll have a third mic going for him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks for being here, TJ. Thank you. Um all right, last week.
1: So if our audio sucks, you can blame TJ. No.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's true. But yeah, no, i kidding.
1: <laughs> TJ, uh, you've done a great job. Thank right. you for adjusting our levels and our pop filters and making sure that Rich and I sound amazing yeah. on the pod. Shout out.
0: All right, last week. Yeah. We, what did we talk about? You tell me. Okay, we talked about, we did a little <laughs> uh, follow-up from... Um, the week before where we had talked about like our resumes, if you will, kind of
1: past lives, past
0: work experience and how we got to where we are in real estate and in coffee and, uh, coffee business ownership. Mm -hmm. And then we did a little follow up with that, asking some more questions. And we left off saying that we were going to chat a little bit about the Enneagram. Good
1: old Enneagram.
0: Not that I know that much about it, but... It is. It took the world by storm.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would argue. Right. I mean, it's been around for a long time, but I would argue that it really became hot co- in during probably COVID, during COVID, you know, like something to do pre-COVID, to check like two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So I mean, that's when I took it because my wife Christine and I were living with a friend at the time, and that friend was super into the enneagram. <laughs> so. You know, she was always talking about it. She had books and stuff. And so I just, we just took it. And um, turns out I am, according to that test that I took, a nine, wing one, if that means anything to anyone listening. Uh, How about you?
1: So what's my Enneagram number? Or Okay, so my Enneagram is a number six with a wing seven. And I like to describe myself as... 51% 51% Enneagram 6, 49% Enneagram 7.
0: Wow. <laughs> Does it work that way?
1: I don't know, but like most people, like you, you can only be one number according to the Enneagram, but I identify very strongly with a lot of the seven parts of my wing. and okay. um, it, it just comes out in different ways. And um, – but I think the predominant part of my core motivations are from the six.
0: Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know that much about the one to consider like what the wing one means for me, but I do remember- So this
1: is what the funny part is about the Enneagram, right? Is that like, I'm really into it and you're not.
0: Yeah, well, and isn't that characteristic of your type? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean- all right, so here's the deal. Look, whether you care about the Enneagram or not, all right? Not you, but like anyone listening. Yes. Whether you care about the Enneagram or not, this isn't something we're focusing on. Like this yeah, episode this is, is just to talk about it and then hopefully later. it Hopefully rest, it'll right? help
1: our I... <laughs> audience get to know us a little bit better yeah. if they know the Enneagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So this isn't like something we're into. Um, I have a little quote that I'm going to share actually in, in a few uh, related to this whole personality type business. Now look, this is not to say that I am a hater Or, like, not that it... I mean, I'm not into it. And that's the thing. I think people, like, get into it. And I'm not, like, into it.
1: Typical nine.
0: (laughs) I don't know how into it you are. Because we don't talk about it that much. Um, But it is interesting to think about. And the thing about personality types is, like, I don't know. You know what? I honestly hope that people are really into it. And that they, like, write in and be like, No, dude, you got it so wrong. And they, like... (laughs) yeah (laughs) um have a lot to say about it because it'd be interesting to hear other people's perspectives on it why they're so into it but what i find is like it's it's helpful to have descriptive words around things that you know or feel to be true about yourself and then someone puts that into words and you're like okay that that's helpful for me to have it's like a tool um i could better understand maybe myself and uh and then where other people are coming from, and so it can be it can be helpful in a lot of ways. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like put that much stock in it. Right. You know.
1: Well, I what I like about it as opposed to like a disc personality or like Myers Briggs is that neither of those personality types go to they're focused on behaviors, whereas the Enneagram focuses on a person's core motivation. Okay. So two people could act the same way and essentially have the same, like, letter of the disc personality, but the reasons why they are the way they are are different because of their core motivation. And so the Enneagram, first of all, if you're not familiar with it, this isn't, we're not going to do, like, a huge big synopsis yeah, of it. Yeah, we're but not, basically, like, the, what you should
0: know yeah, on the Enneagram. Lear, <laughs> learn
1: about it what you can. Like, there's tons of, like, Instagram accounts and books about it, but there's basically nine different numbers on the Enneagram and each number has a wing and the wing is to the left or the right of the number. So.
0: Right, so i if I'm a nine, there are nine types. So I'm a nine, either wing eight or one, in my case, yep. you know, wing one.
1: And And since I'm a number six, my wing would either be five or a seven. And as I said before, I am a seven wing, so.
0: Taking us to school on the Enneagram. Yeah, I mean, Maggie. I got
1: really into it because My friend, my friend Laura was really into it and I at first was um, just not interested because it was confusing for me. The numbers system was really confusing for me and um, it wasn't until I listened to The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Crone and learned more about the different personality types and... I started to, I don't really know why. I think I was going through an identity crisis during COVID like a lot of people were. And I just wanted to know like more about myself. And once I started learning about myself, it it was also really cool because I started to learn more about the people who are close to me in my life and, like, what they what they were like when they were describing other numbers. I'm like, oh, that sounds like so-and-so or yeah. that sounds like so-and-so. Yeah. And I find that it has been super helpful with my business because if I can learn about how I react to people in, in times of stress or in times of... Um, like being super healthy i just know i can react specific ways or see how um my behavior changes according to like how i'm doing mentally
0: yeah yeah it's it's a lot of relevance i mean i guess in a sense it's like it is what you make it you know uh you can choose to let it just be out there as a thing and not dig into it like me or you can embrace it and uh and in your case really put it to use that's cool i mean when i heard my when i read my results i was like
1: so you took the test you took an an online online, probably through the enneagram institute i'm um, assuming
0: i don't know i don't this was it was 2020 probably and i don't remember I do remember, here's the thing with, with me about tests like these, personality tests. I'm like, and maybe this is like the type nine of me, but <laughs> I'm so specific. I'd take so long to take a personality type test because I'm like, all right, I don't want to, I want to give the most accurate, honest answer. Like, you know, at the same time, it's my own personal bias right. about myself. So right. I'm trying to be fair in answering these questions. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm somewhat, you know, or I'm <laughs> and uh, just try to get that right. And so- I really tried to, to um, get that get that solid, and came back with a nine. I read it. I was like, "All right, this definitely resonates," and like really, really heavy duty. And then I have learned, and then I learned since then, like some other nines, some other people in my life who also were were, were supposed to be nines, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, that makes sense." Yeah. So. Uh,
1: so we should also maybe specify that the type nine is is. Is called what the peacemaker?
0: I uh, think don't they go by many names? They, Depends they, they name I think, think that
1: ni- I, nine is called the peacemaker. I think you're right.
0: Yeah, it's like definitely the gist of it is, and it's even been a while since I looked at it. I tried to find. I didn't well. I didn't research well for this this episode, <laughs> but like I said, it's your thing. Um What I remember is like, yeah, peacemaker. I think makes sense. Easy going. It's Someone who like you want to you don't want to take sides necessarily. You like to um, understand it, kind of everyone's point of view. There's like many ways to look at different things, and um, you have opinions, but you don't always like to share them because you don't want to like ruffle feathers. And you know, you, the and the weaknesses that it identified too about someone those those resonated with me. Like you know, you maybe could be a leader, and people would respect your leadership, but you're a little too timid to stand up for it sometimes. So it's yeah, stuff like that. Peacemaker is like maybe People Pleaser is a better uh is like a title I yeah, I might put on it where you just you want you want everyone to feel good and uh and you want everyone's ideas to be like recognized and yeah and and considered.
1: Yeah, so for for me, um I think the number six in the road back to you is called the loyalist. But it's also been called like um, like oh, oh, Enneagram number six there, um, like deadly sin is I think fear or like um, mistrust. Mm. And I think that would definitely describe me. I'm a very skeptical person, especially of authority. And I tend to... Um, Go against authority in many ways, and not you. No, and, um, and so like, I I am always trying to. I ask a million questions about everything, but it's not because I'm questioning something. It's because I like to know what to expect in a situation. So, as long as I can, and I think at the at the deep you know, if you really want to get deep, I think it's about control. Like I want to be able to control what the situation, what's going to happen in a situation and and a way for me to feel like I'm in control is to be able to know what all the possible outcomes are. So it's not necessarily that I'm trying to manipulate a situation or like make a specific um, ending to something. It's just, I just want to know what like even literally right when we were about to hit record, I was I asked you I'm like, okay, so what are our options? Like I just need to know, I just need to have all the information yeah. so I can make an informed decision.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. Um, when we first talked about talking about the Enneagram, we were joke we were laughing because it was very six of you to so, uh, yeah. <laughs> to. Well, you called me out. I did. When when I first told you I was a nine, you were like, BS, dude. and And you tried to I, tell I me I was a four, it. and you, like, I sent me something. It. Yeah. And uh, because I, this is—so, one, you were like, I'm skeptical that you're a <laughs> yes. nine. But also, you were coming from a place of, like, well, actually, I think the Enneagram works in this other way um, where you talked about core motivations. I mean, you yeah. talked about a little while core motivations. But, like, the understanding you had gotten of the Enneagram was, like— you should you should go after your number because you didn't take a test. I didn't
1: take a test. You I went just this I just studied like the different types, and I asked people in my life who knew me really well yeah. who wouldn't like sugarcoat it, and because a lot oftentimes people are attracted to like the best parts of a number and they want to be that number, but you have to actually. It's really the the worst parts of a number that you like don't want to be are usually not always, but. Oftentimes can be like that's who, that's who like you are. Got at it. your worst.
0: So like yeah, when I read the four, I was like, huh, I guess I am not into all this stuff. So maybe I'm a four. <laughs> when you flip it that way, then that yeah. made sense. But it was, it was, funny. And then I was like, I'm not sure that that's how it goes. <laughs> and, and then we, we said, well, that's that's what a six would say.
1: Yeah, I just thought it would be interesting to talk about it a little bit on our podcast because it would help our audience listening if if they know the Enneagram like a little bit more about who we are and and what we're like and get to know us just a little bit better and as they're listening throughout our episodes just get to know us a little bit better.
0: Yeah. That's totally fair. And uh and if I can I mean I'm not ever going to be able to find that same quiz but I'll I'll, I'll find, uh, again, now that we're going to talk a ton about it, but maybe just next time we talk, I can just start with like, here are the key characteristics of a, yeah. of a number nine and here's here's what I think about that.
1: I think most people have are familiar or if they've heard of the Enneagram.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably more than me. Yeah. So in other words, I can't, right now, I'd, I really can't say that like, oh, it's helped me in business in this way or it's helped me on my journey in this way. Other than to say like, it affirms, I mean, I kind of like the sort of person I am in the sense that take, I mean, take our like cultural, take the political, um, what's the, what's the word? Just atmosphere? like, yeah, the, yeah, take the climate? atmosphere of our culture, <laughs> the climate. Okay. I am not really a political person uh, in the sense that I am take sides or,
1: and I, I definitely take sides. I yeah. definitely have opinions.
0: And that's, and it's not that I don't have opinions, but I'm not so strongly because I see both sides, right? And so when I hear that I'm, when I read that I'm a nine, and then I consider the way that I relate to information as it comes to me, or the way that I relate to arguments um, that people make, and by arguments I just mean uh, like the logic people have behind their their things. I don't take. I just, I have an easy time not taking things at face value because I I know that people are often, there's a lot going on behind the scenes of what someone is thinking or feeling or doing. And I mean, I know that from experience. We all know that from experience if we stop to think about it, but I'm the kind of person where I like to stop and think about it before I draw conclusions. And so... That is the kind of like way that I deal with people, in other words. So, if I'm at work, being a boss, being a leader, whatever, uh, I've always been the kind of person to try to figure out okay, first of all, where, how did, what happened, but like, why did it happen? How did it happen? Where did the process go wrong? And not just immediately react and blame someone as much as be like, okay, they, did they know better? Did they know what was expected? And I start with questions versus assumptions. And interesting that I think w- that sort of way of relating to f- things in my life is sounds like a nine to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it sounds like other types. And I'm sure there's a crossover, but... Uh, but yeah, in that way, nine like just affirmed the kind of person I feel like I like to be, and and have been, maybe all along. And I think that's the key thing when it comes to personality types is like it's not just th- it's not,
1: it's not to put somebody in a box.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's not to say you have to be this way. It's to say like here's behind the scenes of who you already are right. a little bit. It just and that's why I said before it gives you language to describe maybe how you already are, and that's what I find helpful about these You're things. Right. right. And then, you know, I guess the more you know about your motivations, the more you can play to your strengths or uh adapt for your weaknesses. And so it's it's useful for sure. Um I haven't gotten as much out of knowing that I'm a nine as as I could have. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, take I it's more I think it's a good tool. I I'm I love it because I feel like it helps explain why people are the way they are.
0: Yeah, which – and that's kind of what I'm saying too is it would be more helpful to me if I knew more about the types because then if I know you're a six, it's like, okay, well, not that – this okay. I'm pausing because that gives that gets into the criticism of things like this. It's like, oh, if you're six, then you just like have a license to act a certain way, and that's kind of not the point. It's not that these right. these things are like a license to act a certain no, way, especially in the negative cons. No. You know, co- negative aspects of your quote unquote personality types. Um, so that's something to watch out for. But it can, and this is where I would value a, a tool like this. It can help you understand. Where someone's coming from a little bit more, and and create empathy, help you create empathy yeah. for for where someone's coming from, and that's always a key to. You know
1: who I have the least empathy for? Mm. Other sexes. <laughs> 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 Isn't that crazy?
0: I mean, uh, I
1: had a client once who was a I, I instantly like I was like oh my god we are the same and he, like I just. Like when we talk about how it helps us in business. You just knew. It was my, I just knew. And I was like, oh, this is going to be tough. Because she questioned freaking everything. Mm. And it was, it was just like there was nothing. Like every single solution that I had an answer for was a what if. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this must be like what it's like dealing with me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – I mean, obviously, like – I do. I don't hate her, but it was challenging for me because it was like working with somebody who had a lot of similarities to myself, and I just, I just remember thinking like, oh, like I wonder if this is what I'm like or what I was like mm-hmm. when I bought my house or when I, whatever, with stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. It's good to see that mirror sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. And then it's like how and then the challenge is okay, how can I convince this person that like I see it from your side, you know? And that's 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 fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh well I all think right. it, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was else? just
1: gonna say, I think generally I'm an empathetic person. I think I have a lot of empathy for people. Yeah.
0: And
1: I I just lose patience when I think the other the other side of it, and, and I we can we can be done talking about the ending. No, that's fine. On. I just have I know whenever you have, I know the you have time is right, I have, I know you have uh, a quote, but also a wrench for the I gears. One thing that also factors into my personality is I have ADHD. And so for the longest time I I wasn't sure if I if that played into if I was like I'm an Enneagram 6 with ADHD, or my ADHD is somehow like pa- caused me to go on this path to be this number. So it just it took me a long time to figure out that out. But um, yeah. yeah,
0: got it. There's a lot of different angles from which to examine things like personality types or the enneagram or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it can be so polarizing, too. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh,
1: hmm. what quote? What's your quote?
0: Um. Okay. Well. Anyway, it's not that controversial. Uh. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when I read this, so I follow a guy on Instagram called Adam Grant. <laughs> I called Adam Grant. One of my English, um, named Adam Grant, and uh, he, um, I mean, he's got like basically two million followers on Instagram. So, but all he posts is just he's an organizational psychologist. And apparently, he's an author of a book I haven't read, and he has a podcast that I haven't listened to. But he's got a <laughs> sick Instagram feed, and he
1: his Instagram is just quotes.
0: Yeah, which I love. Um, shout out to uh, to marketers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is how I would run an Instagram if I if I was going to do it. So we had, I mean, when we were first planning the pod, and we thought the enneagram might be something we could we could chat about that was months and months ago and then i found this guy in the meantime and then i saw this post in the meantime and just sort of um just resonated with it but it's not about the enneagram okay specifically but i laughed a little bit because uh because he does he does joke about it in the caption of this post okay here's what he says this is like a A tweet he did that he then posted on Instagram, okay? Um, No big deal, but we'll just just riff on it. Personality types are a myth. Each trait exists on a continuum shaped like a bell curve. The MBTI, Myers-Briggs type indicator, is outdated. You're more likely to be an ambivert than an introvert or extrovert. And you don't have to choose between being a thinker or a feeler. That's the quote from Adam Grant. And... Um, I can read it again in a sec, but that's the synop. That's like the main the- thesis of this, what he calls his MBTI breakup letter that he actually posted on a newsletter. And so it's like a whole thing. And the start of that is on the next the next slide in the carousel on the on Instagram, but um, Yeah, thoughts on that. Personality types. He just calls it out. That's, that's, I guess, where I'm coming from. He's <laughs> just calling it out. Personality types are a myth. Each trait exists on a continuum shaped like a bell curve. I thought that idea of, of continuum was interesting, you know? And that's uh, so, okay, I won't say too much. I'm sitting here more, thinking. I'm quiet because types I'm thinking. Are a myth. The last thing he says in this caption he says, read my full breakup letter uh, about his newsletter. In his newsletter, it includes resources on the science of personality and better assessments that you can take for free. That'd be interesting. And then he goes on and says, and don't get me started on the Enneagram. That's how he concludes that post.
1: Don't get him started on the Enneagram. Oh, okay.
0: Personality types are a myth. Each trait exists on a continuum shaped like a bell curve. The MBTI is outdated. You don't have to choose.
1: So if personality traits don't exist, then what makes a person who they are?
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Deep. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Calling it. Um, what makes a person who they are? Well, I mean, that... So I said before that the whole point of a personality type... You
1: should have started with that, Rich.
0: Well, he we had a lot to say. Um, The point of a personality type to me is to unveil what is already true. Who, What you already are. I, I stop myself from saying who you already are. Because I find... That these these we're talking about traits, characteristics of of a person. And that where does it separate what you are versus who you are? That's a whole other that's a whole other question. But
1: <laughs> what you are versus um, who you are?
0: Yeah. When I think about personality, I'm thinking about what is true, what tends to be true of me. What is my what are my tendencies? What are my characteristics? Yeah, and like, that's why I say what. If
1: I said, am Oh I? my friend Rich, he's really easygoing. Yeah. I mean, sick. Would that be a personality trait?
0: Uh, yeah, it could be, or rooted in a personality trait. See, I, I'm no expert on this stuff. That's why I follow the Adam Grants of the world.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think personality. The, the thing about Myers Briggs and Enneagram. And I'm less familiar and all of that.
0: with the other types. Um, I did Strengths Finder once upon a time. That was a long time ago. But, and I resonated with my results there, too. <laughs> but the yeah. point is, like, I don't know that much about all this Brandon's
1: stuff. Brandon's really into disc personality. Mm. And he took, like, a whole big assessment. D-I-S-C. Um, and, I mean, and there's different um, levels of people's intensity of each of those letters or something. I don't, I'm not really as familiar with it. Yeah. Um, But I think... That's okay. I think it's just a way... Personality tests are just a way for us to figure out, like... I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to know who we are at our core. Yeah. And I think that's just... Personality tests are created or invented so that we can figure out a little bit more about ourselves. I mean, I know that when I the reason I'm so passionate about the Enneagram is because I feel like it was one of the first times in my life where I've, I like felt understood. Gotcha. And I felt like, oh, this is why it like helped me explain things that like went on in my brain that I just couldn't explain to people. Got it. And I mean, I can distinctly remember when I was in high school, like, I was always the kid raising my hand, asking questions, asking for clarification when it seemed like everybody around me understood the assignment. And I was always asking these abstract abstract questions that, like, what about this option? What about that option? And I, I just feel like looking back, like, once I understood, like, oh, it's because of, like, at my core, I was trying to understand like figure out what the answers were and so i could know what to expect um and that's kind of how i am as an adult yeah and sometimes i when i ask a question i have to preface it by saying like and i'm, I'm not trying to disagree with you but what about blah 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 because i just like to know op- my options yeah i like to have options
0: yeah that's fair and that's you know that's getting into like into who? I've, uh, into I've who you
1: never, are. ever in my whole life been somebody who has just accepted an answer.
0: So, you, you, so what you're saying is that you have,
1: especially if the found
0: no. solace in in the resonance between the personality type <laughs> that you are being uh, you identify with and uh, and who you sense yourself to be. It's been helpful to you, for sure. Is what I'm hearing, for sure. And and, and brought relief, and uh, and then just continued growth as a result sure. of knowing those data points about you. Yeah, having them affirmed. I love that for you. Yeah, <laughs> I have no issues with that, and I, I'm not opposed to. And I'm not
1: trying to push it on other people. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just right. saying that it's been really helpful for me as a young adult.
0: Yeah, which is awesome, and. Though I haven't like gotten that much value out of out of it in the same way, nothing against it personally. Um, yeah, so you
1: could go either way.
0: I could, yeah, probably, and I'll <laughs> probably go. Joke. That
1: was a joke. Oh, to your personality, shout out type. number nine.
0: <laughs> uh, you got me. You got me. I'll be interested to see what Adam Grant has on. He said there's there's free variable like uh, free other assessments that he's got. Okay. Um, On there that maybe would play into that continuation continuum sort of thing more than like these boxy ones and I think that's the one thing that is just like the caution is you know don't get don't feel like oh I'm a six and so I have to not saying you do but I have to act like a six or I'm a nine so I have to act like a nine it's I think the point is like take be caution to that like this is a helpful tool to understand where you're coming from and to help you understand where other people are coming from if you know that about them. But at the same time, it's like don't be surprised when, you know, I mean, you said you. you I don't know if you said it on the mic or said it before, but you basically consider yourself half and half yeah. of six and seven. Is that yeah? What was yeah, fifty-one one and forty yeah. on the other. So, you know, don't be surprised when someone's like acting like a.
1: I think that's the creative like side a three, of brain. and they're you
0: know something else.
1: Like the 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 number seven is typed the enthusiast and. I think that's something I I identify with quite a bit because enthusiasts are somebody who um, are very quickly thinking about they, they can't live in the moment because they're always <laughs> thinking about like things in the future. I know a and, seven. And um <laughs> TJ's pointing to himself, TJ, you're a seven. I know another seven. Yeah. So it's it's really out. tough for sevens to live in the moment and to follow through and complete tasks because they're always thinking about like the next best thing and so
0: Hmm, maybe i'm wing seven
1: (laughs) (laughs) but like i have found in in my life that a way to help with that is accountability because when i am working on something and i want to get something done that i think is important i will reach out to somebody that i trust and I'll be like, hey, I'm like I, I looking for like someone who can help me with X, Y, Z. Would you be on board? And um, that is, has been huge for me. Yeah,
0: that's dope. I think that's a great point because another helpful thing about tools like these is it can, it can tell you what to watch out for. So it's like here's your strengths, but also here's the weaknesses that come with quote-unquote, weaknesses. Yeah. Like, here's how this can be um, harmful in your life or limiting. And so what you can do if you are into these things because you're pursuing, like, personal growth and development is is figure out, okay, how do I cope with the limitations that tend to come with this personality type? And obviously that's that kind of thing is a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, I that's a little bit of what I took away too. I remember... First, interacting with that, that description of, of my personality and saying, Yeah, I do have some of these, I do identify with some of these weaknesses. And um, I think some of them have just stuck in the back of my mind. You know, I've tried to adjust for them over time in my like growth as a leader at, at the business and decision making and things. So I have a
1: whole like notebook in my remarkable with notes on the road back to you because I was, like, listening to it again and I was, like, trying to um, just kind of understand where people are. And I actually, type 9, I, so I wrote out all the types. As I was I When I listen to books, I write because yeah. it helps me retain the information. Yeah, that's great. Type 9, The Peacemaker, Sweethearts of the Enneagram. You
0: heard it here first, folks.
1: <sighs> um, their deadly sin is sloth. They're motivated by a need to be settled and in harmony with the world. They avoid conflict at all costs, the path of least resistance. The only type nine, sorry, the only type the nine is not like is the nine itself. Wow. Nines fall asleep to their anger and it takes energy to avoid their anger. (laughs) That's what I have about the nine. What the heck,
0: dude? Fall asleep to their anger. That's so poetic. <laughs> I love that about me. Um,
1: eights, nines, and ones are of the gut triad. Twos, threes, and fours are the feeling or the heart triad. Five, six, and sevens are the head. And I'm very much all Interesting. in
0: my head. Yeah, see, now you're diving deep. And now it's like, I could get, it, I could get into that. Yeah. But I'm not going to. <laughs> I got to stay in harmony with, with the world.
1: Um in fact I must not I must not have like gotten to a type six because it's like later on in the book because I don't have a notes for the six. But note but I know that number six is the loyalist and their like deadly sin is fear. And their core motivation is like a need to feel safe and secure. And um they are they're like the questioners and they're people who um, like they're always prepared for something. So if you were to ask.
0: That sounds about right. I am. You. Know, I'm always
1: prepared. <laughs> like even when it comes to like having an extra splitter for a like our headphones. <laughs> I'm always like I have a spare of everything. Yeah. Because I'm like always like what if I need this? What if I need that? Um, and. They are, um, they are, either type sixes have two subtypes: counter counterphobic and phobic, and one type six is um, resists authority and is skeptical of all authority figures, and the other type six blindly follows authority and just goes after like listens to conspiracies and goes after that way and is like cuz that's their way of feeling safe. So like that's the only type on the enneagram that has like two um subtypes of phobic and counterphobic.
0: Really? Yeah. That's interesting.
1: <clears throat> so yeah.
0: Well, you really took me to school today on this. <laughs> and uh I'll have to I'll have to look into that a little bit more. Yeah. Well,
1: what do you, what does our audience want to hear from us?
0: Uh, well, that's a good question. I have no way of knowing at this time. Um,
1: they can contact us.
0: They sure can.
1: We're on Instagram at House Coffee Podcast. Housecoffeepodcast.com for our website and housecoffeepodcast at Gmail for emails or longer form um, submissions totally
0: and you can text me at 518 no i'm just kidding (laughs) don't don't text me i mean unless you have my number then you can text me Yeah. (laughs) cool we're gonna leave it hanging on that guys
1: all right catch you
0: later appreciate y'all